welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the series on resilience in times of change. Yesterday, we left off discussing how we can become our own hero. And uh, we really covered a lot of seeds that you can sow into your life through good habits and good uh, methods and systems that you can lock into on a daily basis that can completely change the game for you, not only personally, but professionally and in every other way. Now, I want to continue. I've got just a couple left on this list, and then we're going to dive into some more really important material that I believe is going to give you a good foundation to turn around whatever is coming unraveled in your life because it, it always boils down to uh, the decisions that we're making and whether or not we decide to be reactive to everything that's happening to us or to be intentional and create a blueprint, if you will, for our lives. And that is the reason behind this entire series. And also it it is a workshop that I offer interactively with, with uh, audiences through virtual or in-person Um, obviously there's a lot more interaction that goes on when we, it's in the form of a workshop versus a podcast. Uh, but my intention is to give you enough content to be able to apply this to your life immediately and see a significant difference. So if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning. There was a lot of, of foundational pieces that we laid out throughout this. We are uh, moving into number 16, so we have covered an awful lot of ground, and uh, each one is only about seven minutes long, so it wouldn't take you that long to catch up. So let me finish with these last two seeds that you can sow into your life and bring forth an incredible harvest of resilience. Well, we, uh, we talked about before having a written plan or a blueprint. Well, really, the more that you can plan intentionally and have in writing the goals that you want to reach, the obstacles that you want to overcome, what it's going to take to overcome them, um, and, and, and methodically lay out how you're going to deal with challenges. And what I mean by that is, you know, everything from writing down your triggers and deciding how you're going to counteract those triggers or deal with those triggers, you know, being aware of uh, what what causes your buttons to be pushed so that you can decide to be resilient before they happen, making you more self-aware, practicing emotional intelligence, maybe reading a book on emotional intelligence, studying, deciding to devote yourself to time to invest in who you are, not just what you do. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that the more that you invest in who you are, the more changes you're going to see in, a, in every aspect of life, and especially in your relationships as well as your career. So having a written plan, actually laying it out, and uh, one of the things that I've, I've often ha- heard other leaders in, on subjects like this share is if you write them out every day, you're more likely to do them simply because 
it's fresh in your mind. And when you write, you turn on both right and left centers of the brain. So it becomes uh, easier to retain and just stay present with you. So throughout the day, you look for opportunities to practice it, but you also look for opportunities to um, in in invest in it further and become more aware of it, uh, making it a cognizant effort to change it. Okay. And then finally, uh, a coach or a mentor, if you feel like you can't do this on your own, you need an accountability partner. I mean, a lot of people kind of know what to do, but they don't really have anybody running alongside of them that can encourage them, hold them in account, and uh, give them some guidance along the way. You can always look for a coach or a mentor. Uh, and, you know, obviously a psychiatrist or a psychologist might be uh, more fitting for you, but get the help that you need if you need it. All right. Uh, so now I, I want to just share this quote from Les Brown because I happen to love it. Other people's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And, that, and writing down quotes like that and putting them on your mirror or keeping them in front of you and any other quote that you might like uh, just to, to, to keep yourself in a, a posture of reframing every time you are tempted to not be resilient or to choose to be reactive to anything uh, but looking at this from a practical perspective, and we mentioned this earlier on in the series, that uh, from the surface, if you have something bad happen to you, somebody offends you, hurts you, pushes your buttons, hits your triggers, and you keep thinking about it, in days it becomes a mood. And, and then in months it becomes a temperament, and then in years it's a personality trait. Well, what if we were to change that? Okay, What if we were to uh, decide to meditate on everything we're grateful for, uh, even though maybe we don't have everything we want, okay? Maybe there are some bad things happening in our lives, but choosing to think more about what we have instead of what we don't have. What, uh, you know, maybe the love that we have in our lives or uh, successes that we've had recently or maybe successes that we're working on or that we feel uh, a lot of hope for, promise for. You know, those kinds of things uh, if we spend more time, you know, visualizing in those areas and, and expecting the best instead of expecting the worst, what could happen to us? Well, in days it become a mood and people would be like, wow, what's up with you? You're a different person today. And then in months it can become a temperament and people are like, oh man, I don't know what you've been doing for the last several weeks, but keep doing it. I really like this about you. This is a huge change. And then in years it becomes a personality trait. And people are like, oh, yeah, they're always a nice person. I and mean, they, they light up the room when we, they come in. Or, yeah, they, they're just always empowering other people, believing in others, looking for the good in every situation. I just wish I could be like them. And that's how it happens, okay? Because you're literally rewiring the neural networks in your brain. And so uh, by, by so doing, you're shifting the physiology, which is the brain chemistry. And we covered all this earlier on. Okay, so if this is foreign language to you, you, you definitely need to go back and listen to the earlier parts of this series to understand it fully. And even do your own research. You don't have to believe everything I'm saying. Go ahead and look up neuroplasticity. Look up the physiology. Look up dopamine, you know, cortisol, adrenaline, and what they do to you so that you yourself can decide how you're going to design your life, okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish with this point because we are out of time, but we'll come back tomorrow. We have a little bit more for you. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining